Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <laughs> it's one it's of those Friday. things I don't know if I want a lighter. <laughs> it's Friday. We're going, well, we just started week 11, and Ben Raven co hosting with me this week, holding his Nicholas Cage memorabilia there. Oh my God, that is hysterical. That's a good way to kick off the show. What's up, buddy? What's going on? It's a two-game winning streak here in Lions Land, man. <laughs> you haven't been able to say that too much over the last, you know, decade or so. Uh, yeah, their last one was in 2020, and their last three-game winning streak was in 2017. So, uh, my chance- goodness, yeah, how gross is that, man? <laughs> That's atrocious. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's. Uh, Season's going by quick. We're less than a week from Thanksgiving, which, I mean, you and I were talking uh, in the lobby about the uh, unbelievable Ford Field spread for Thanksgiving that you get to. By the way, how is that for you, by the way? Not not, not necessarily mm-hmm. the spread, but um, the fact that every Thanksgiving, like, do you, like, plan around that, like, have, I assume Thanksgiving, like, the Wednesday before? Um, I usually try and get up north uh, Michigan to see my family that Friday or Saturday, usually. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were t- kind of talking about it at the locker room, kind of like, Dang, it's tough. You know, I kind of it's been four or five years since I've had like a normal Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, shoot, the pre- I mean, but hey, as you were saying, I mean, it's the best best press meal of the season that Thanksgiving spread. It's just uh, you have to get used to eating Thanksgiving food at nine nine fifteen in the morning, though. That's the hardest <laughs> part about it. <laughs> well, I mean, Thanksgiving anyway. Like that's the one day a year where everybody's like, "All right, dinner's at two o'clock today." And yeah, yeah. That, that's that's just the norm. Uh, are you, uh, I was talking to Vertoram about this. Him and I were hosting a space together last week. Um, he's, he said that he prefers ham to Turkey. I like both, but are, do you have a preference? Man, it's really tough for me. I, I, I probably prefer ham around the, around the clock, but there is I something think... about having Turkey on Thanksgiving covered in gravy, mixing it with your mashed potatoes. But like, I have to do that with Turkey to make it superior. Ham is good on its own. So I prefer ham, but like, I, you know, I'm a, I like to follow tradition, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, are you a cranberry sauce guy? I like absolutely, sauce. absolutely. Oh, dude, it is. There's, you don't get this big without liking every food, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you're also like nine feet tall. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at, man. You get a no, yeah, cranberry sauce, gravy, mix it all together. Mm. Oh, cranberry sauce and gravy. No, it'll it'll just mix together. You get a little, you know, at the end, you just get a Thanksgiving sauce at the bottom of your plate. I think that we could patent like uh, almost like a Jello shot, but like cranberry sauce with vodka inside it. It'd just be like a uh, no, <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like a little maybe. like a little vodka cran in like a gelatin form. Get seasoned. Oh, sorry about that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll write that down and come back to it. And uh, yeah, I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> take I'm a big urinary track, though. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm a big white girl drink guy, though. I'm not a big beer guy. No, I'm. Uh, I I'm kind of the same too. Like, you know, I I drink Miller Light and Coors Light. Those are my beers, pretty much. I can't drink anything fine. heavier than that, you know. But uh, give me give me a fancy cocktail over anything. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a big uh, when we're when we're in Mobile, like I'll do a. Uh, a whiskey sour with Jameson. Oh yeah, yeah. Amaretto sour. That's my drink. Yeah. yeah. Cherries in there. There we go. There's my light. There you go. Yeah. Now we can see. Sorry, it. my big ass feet kicked my outlet and unplugged my computer charger. We're sloppy here. It's that's it's what I shoot you like a fourteen. 
Yeah, 14. Damn. Right on. <laughs> I'm a size nine for those who are wondering. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're showing <laughs> feet now. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I would I would show mine, but I'm still like my like my face looks a hell of a lot better from that hand, foot, and mouth thing. But uh <laughs> my feet, they're like peeling and look like I look like a hobbit. It's mm. fucking nasty. That sucks. I'm, I guess this is going to be an explicit episode too because I just said fuck. So, fuck. yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, hand, foot, and mouth. The yeah, you know, that'll sound fun. A, yeah, I feel like I felt like I was like living in like 1947. I feel like nobody's had that since then. And <laughs> oh, dude, it was. I felt I was so self conscious. Like my face looked like I was just breaking out like a kid hitting puberty. It was nasty. Well, you're good now. Yeah, very good now. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, we're letting the beard grow again, but I've still got, I got to trim this thing and yours, you shave yours like after every season though, don't you? Yeah. Yep. But usually I, I get a clean restart. It comes, you know, just it's cleansing. It feels good too, but uh, I probably won't shave until my next uh, wrestling show. Uh, it'll be, it'll be thick until the end of December. I'm excited for that. You still need to send me the uh, the link to that first one because I need to watch. I will. I will. It just kind of dropped, I think, two days ago. So okay. I wasn't too late on it. But yeah, that's on IWTV, baby. Combat One. I love that. You want Oh, it's on IWT. I feel like you told me that, but it didn't click till now. Yeah, man. I'm a IWTV play-by-play, man. <laughs> Here we go, that's baby. Sick. Yeah, uh, the next show is uh, December 28th, and the uh, main event just got announced. It's uh, Mr. Anderson. Formerly known as Mr. Kennedy versus Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy! Taking on the man beast Rhino for the first time, only time, last time. (laughs) It's a great tagline. Is there a stipulation to it or is it just a normal singles match? I think it's a normal singles match because there's also a Hockey Town street fight tag team match that night with Darren McCarty is going to be there, four time Stanley Cup champ. He kind of just does everything around the Detroit area. But Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fucking good time. Oh, look at me. I'm swearing big time now. <laughs> yeah, I was such a it's big Friday. Mr. Kennedy slash Anderson. Oh, thing. yeah, man. When he got hot, I was at WrestleMania 23 in Detroit when he won Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. When he did the, uh, what the hell is his finisher called? Uh, I always forgot the he name. He did it to Hornswoggle. Too. He did it to Hornswoggle. Yeah. Oh, he killed him. Like, oh, yeah, I thought, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we just, we just saw the death of a little person on, on pay-per-view. How about it? Yeah. I was at Ford Field, man. That was wild. That's mm. crazy. Dylan Posto, lovely dude. Toy collector, by the way. Big reason why I started collecting toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and he's always on Ethan Page's uh, YouTube ah. doing the toy stuff. I credit Ethan Page for all the uh, spending on Batman memorabilia that I've started doing over the <laughs> last year because I started watching his stuff and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that looks fun. There you go. We're seven minutes into the show. We haven't, we seen haven't the talked about football. We haven't said football <laughs> once. <Fuck>. That's. <laughs> Well, but, yeah. you know, I blame it on the fact that we were talking for like 15 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? You are one of my closest friends in in the biz, and I enjoy yeah. our little chats. It's always fun, so I'm not I'm not complaining in the slightest. And anybody it who it is Friday, yeah. It's Friday. So, but um, NFC North talked to kick it off though. I guess mm-hmm. you know, seven and a half minutes in, Packers lose last night to Tennessee. Um, there, I mean. Coming into last week, I think everybody just kind of said, all right, Green Bay's kind of dead in the water already. They're down 14 in the fourth quarter to Dallas. They come back and win. Mike McCarthy slams his headset and everything. It was a whole fun shebang. Um, I thought that they were going to walk in and kind of get their season back on track last night against a Tennessee team that they play in a bad division. The record is much better than what they've put on the field. They just 
barely scraped by a bad Broncos team on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in Lambeau, in the conditions it was snowing last night. Tennessee wins in a low-scoring game. Green Bay now is, what, four and seven? Yeah. Um, yep. They still haven't had their bye. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, four and seven, the Green Bay Packers. Um, I don't know if we're seeing this talked about a lot, but if you're Green Bay, I mean, when do you start considering putting in Jordan Love? Because you drafted mm-hmm. him in the first round two years ago. We've seen him start, what, one game. <laughs> No one knows what this guy is. God only knows how much longer Aaron Rodgers is going to be around. This season seems lost. I mean, there's got to be internal conversations eventually uh, with the coaching staff saying, all right, should we, you know, it's you know, week 13. We have five wins. Should we at least see what we have here? I don't think they'll – I think they should. I don't think they will until week 15-ish, you know, until yeah. it's completely dead in the water because they don't want to – and I know it's been disgusting this year, but they don't want to ruin anything regarding Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I think, I think even with Jordan love, even with the first round pick invested in him, I think that was always just a break class in case of emergency pick. And as stupid as that is to do, but yeah. very stupid in my opinion. And who knows, man, I, I, I wouldn't start. I wouldn't personally touch. I mean, I would start thinking about it now, but I wouldn't, do anything until week 15 or 16 until you know it's fully fallen off the wagon because I mean this is like the third or fourth week in a row I just fully expected the Packers to be the Packers and they weren't so maybe they just aren't anymore I mean it's not clicking Rogers Rogers like you can't blame it all on him but he's not playing great like it's not geez it's just you've I've just never seen him I've covered the Lions for this is my fourth season I've just never seen Aaron Rodgers so frustrated every single play it's just they they look broken to me I think they're broken I think this year's team is broken I like what they did in this past draft building their defense out they will be fine moving forward on defense but they are broken on offense this year yeah I mean it's a lot different when you don't have 17 lined up outside (laughs) to to make a lot of plays for you Um, I mean he was their point guard I mean he really was their point guard I mean (laughs) yeah I think they miss each other a lot right now, too, because, I mean, the Vegas Raiders are, you know, sitting at two wins. Mark Davis basically said, look, I'm not paying three goddamn coaching staffs. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. I don't care if they lose out. You can't do that. (laughs) Uh, Did you uh, did you see Derek Carr's presser after that game? Yeah, pretty emotional, man. Derek Carr deserves so much better. So much better. Yeah. I would expect him to be gone after this year. Would you? Jeez. Yeah, it's kind of. What's his contract situation? I forget his contract. I'll pull it up real quick. But, I mean, that's – I'll say this about that. We've seen Russell Wilson get traded, Carson Wentz get traded, Matt Ryan get traded, and teams eat it. And I get yeah, it's not yeah, – yeah. it's probably not the best thing to do. But – and a, a team that's clearly in need of a rebuild. Um, that's right. Yeah, a, quarterback, a quarterback mm-hmm. that deserves better. I mean, the only thing that's bad about that is if the Raiders continue being this bad and they do move on from Carr – the likelihood that they get either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud just to ruin them is <laughs> is pretty high, and I don't think anybody wants to see that. Gosh, I'm looking at Carr's contract right now. Um, he's yeah, what, under contract. What, how much money do they have tied up in him? He, I mean, his base salary next season is 32.9. Then it goes to 41.9, 41.2, and his ca- his cap hit this year is like 19.3, and then it goes to 34 next year and oh. 43 for the final two years of his deal. So he's border. I mean, he's basically got Jared Goff's contract right. for like next season. And it's like Derek Carr is better than Jared Goff, yeah. in my opinion. But that contract's brutal to trade. Like you would 
you would have to bank on a team like the Colts or like Washington or somebody like that saying, yeah, we're better with him. Yeah. But like, I, I, I don't know. I think he does deserve better. And it's, it's weird. I, I'm not, I'm trying not to have too many rush to judgment calls on them just because I think that they've had some really shitty drafts there the wow. last couple of years and they've got some talent and you know, I don't have all the faith in the world in Josh McDaniels, but I do think he's better than this. <laughs> so I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't <laughs> like, see, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, he's what five and 16 in his last 21 games as a head coach. It's not good. Yeah, no. I, and I wrote about this in my newsletter a few weeks ago. You know, I, I think that teams, should start looking for guys that do more with less, not less with more. Like <laughs> McDaniels parlayed two stints as Tom Brady's offensive coordinator into two head coaching gigs. Yeah. Nate Hackett was Aaron Rodgers quarterback coach and OC and play call, whatever, yeah. and gets the job in Denver. You know, it's cool. You know, if you're sitting shotgun and a Ferrari and, you know, riding the coattails for lack of a better term of guys that are just incredible. Like, Peyton Manning had plenty of coordinators and he was always going to be great with no matter who was there um, as, as were a plethora of other guys. But when you see a guy like Sean McVay take Jared Goff to a Super Bowl, you see, you know, Kyle Shanahan turn Matt Ryan into an MVP and take Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. Like these guys that are doing that with, you know, the quarterback equivalent of Honda civics getting to the finish line and, you know, finishing as one of the top teams in the league compared to guys who were coordinators with guys who you know were future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one of them the best of all time. Like, I, I just wish that there was a little bit more deep dives into, okay, you know, he was Tom Brady's play caller. They did well. Therefore, he should be our head coach. That's not – this is twice now that we've seen it with McDaniels, and I can't imagine – he'll be around next year for obvious reasons, but I, if, if it goes like that again next year, I can't, con- I, I can't conceive him getting another head coach gig. Well, it is. I mean, absolutely, because it's unacceptable for this team to be two and seven. And I'm not trying to downplay that at all, because, I mean, what they have is a lot better than two and seven, even with the injuries to Waller and Renfro, who's just not been able to get off the ground this year because of injuries. I mean, they've had some bad injury luck, especially on offense, too. But I don't give a shit about that because you added Devontae Adams, who is like worth so much, and like you can do so much with him. And Josh and, James and plus Carr had a fantastic year last year with largely, I mean, yeah, yeah Renfro's yeah. Renfro's a fun, a really good slot receiver. But outside of that, it was you know the Henry Rugg situation happened, sure. the Gruden yeah. situation happened. Nobody expected that team to be in the playoffs with Rich Bisakia coming in and being the head coach. They ride a wave of luck and play well to get in. And you know, there's a lot of expectations coming into this year, and it's largely just been a shit casserole of yeah. horrible, horrible football. Yeah, they were definitely overachievers last year for sure, but they they weren't. Yeah. This is like big time. Like, what is going on? Like, you're like one of the worst teams in football. What you're putting out every yeah. day. I mean, seriously, their passing attack. I mean, their defense is just so they cannot stat stop the pass on defense. It's terrible. And it's like they just they just keep cutting and losing first round picks, <laughs> and tr- they traded two away, right? Was or what was it? Yeah, I know that they Adams. they had cut a few. Who did uh, they cut? Jonathan Abram, right? Yeah, and uh, then the rug situation happens. Yeah. Abram, and it's like, and then they traded two for <laughs> Devontae Adams, and that's future. So it's like, my God, it's just like. If you if I mean, and Renfro was pretty important to the operation because I think him and Adams mesh so well together and then you lose Waller who's 
one of those elite tight ends. And it's right. like, I mean, it's really brought their offense down to earth. It's kind of like, you know what they're going to do. They're going to try and run with Josh Jacobs. They're going to try and force feed Devontae Adams. And it's not easy to shut down, but it's easy to key on, key on and contain. I, and that's I can retract that, that previous statement about them, you know, getting young or CJ Stroud then because I forgot that they won't have the opportunity to, to do that. Um, being that they traded a first to Green Bay. Yeah, what I gotta check. I'm going to Tankathon now too. Las Vegas does have their pick this year. Wait, how? Yeah, what the hell? What what was that trade? I must be a little confused on that trade. Was it future first or was it picked this year? Uh, I thought. Yeah, my brain's fried apparently. Yeah, they, the Packers got a first and second round pick in the 2020 draft. That's right, because they had picked 2020, they had picked 22, and then they had picked 53. So that's what they got for Adams. So this past draft is the yeah, capital. So that's done. So the Raiders oh, have their future no. picks. So we were right. wrong there. We were wrong there. That's okay. done. Raiders okay. have their future picks. All right, that makes the situation kind of like, okay, dude, like you had some bad injury luck this year. You got like a top probably they're probably gonna have a top five, six, if not higher, picking the draft. Yeah. So it's like a pretty good chance to restock. Looks like they do have two fourth rounders with the count pick. So it's like they got well, a if, they, yeah, yeah. if they finish Tough below decision. if they finish below a team that doesn't necessarily need a quarterback like let's say like Pittsburgh, although you know how I feel about picking and I'll talk about that for, for a minute. Yeah. Here, fact, but yeah like the Steelers aren't gonna draft another quarterback. And if you're sitting like a pick or two below Pittsburgh and you want to jump up just to ensure that you get one of these guys, I mean, maybe you, you just package a deal and say, hey, we'll jump up two spots. We'll secure a quarterback and, you know, we'll be happy with that. But I don't know, man. That's I, I think, you think they, they would. Of, you think the Steelers would take a court would not take no, a quarterback. No. I think they would totally. Uh, uh, I think that they should. I think they would I, Josh Rosen the crap out of Kenny. Baker. I would love to see them do that. Because, I think they would. Hey, look. You and I outside have yeah. had extensive conversations about this. <laughs> and I've, I've talked about this on the show before. You, as soon as they drafted Pickett, just texted me saying, Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, furious that night. And look, I'm not trying to crap on Kenny Pickett. No, he's, no. I'm sure he's a good dude. Should have been the first. first should, not have been, should not have been the first quarterback taken. Should not have been a first-round quarterback, period. And no. I... But the Steelers are one of you know the most you know historic, respected, blah 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 organizations <laughs> in sports. I wholeheartedly believe if Kenny Pickett went to East Carolina, they would not have picked him. That's I, a good point. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I and people say that doesn't make any sense, doesn't it? I wonder. I I mean, I wonder about that one just because, because Tomlin harped on the fact that they shared a building for four oh, years, yeah. for half a decade because he was in school for as long as people are in, in grade school. <laughs> and the fact that, like, look, they do this stuff a lot, too. Like, it's they bring in list. Derek Watt to be with TJ. Yeah. They bring in Connor Hayward to be with his brother. Like, this isn't abnormal Steelers behavior, people. No, it's so, not at look, all. I would, I would like them to, because Kenny... Look, he hasn't played as bad as I thought he would, but he ain't getting better. Like, yes, they won this previous week, but it's not like he's... I get that Matt Canada's the offensive coordinator and everybody in Pittsburgh wants to see his body paraded around Acrisure Stadium. Yeah. But, like, he's not getting any better with his decision-making. Like, as we can crap on Matt Canada all we want. You watch the All-22 on some plays as some... Wow. You hear that? Yeah, as, what? Some, some doucher on some sort of... Whatever the hell that was. I couldn't believe uh, that, how clear that was. Yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> <laughs> it was 
sorry. Yeah, no. Man, I, 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 man, I think they would Josh Rosen him. I, I would love to think that. I just don't see Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan being like, all right, let's just give up now. Like, just because it, I think Stroud and Young are worth it. Oh, I agree. And look, the fact that CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are both like 21, 22, Kenny Pickett's going to be 25. Like, you have a whole hell of a lot more room for development. Like, yeah, and I'm just not on this Will Levis train, the Kentucky kid. Yeah, I mean, he's had a few bad weeks in a row, hasn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not even about that. I Because he's my <laughs> college fantasy quarterback, so I've been following his ass pretty close this year. But uh, and I, I just I, I just don't think he's in that conversation with those two guys. But I think those two guys would be worth it. Uh, side note real quick. I've had FanDuel open so we can go through the games and whatnot. And they yeah. just, they yeah. gave me one of those reality check notifications like saying, hey, we really like that you enjoy FanDuel, but just make sure you don't have a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like I would like to think that they would have the smarts and you know the ability to just be like, all right, let's swallow our pride here. We got it wrong. Let's try it with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wasn't a first-round talent. It was a forced pick quarterback's most important position in sports i get it you know ben isn't there anymore they it was either that or you know they try to make a splash for somebody but at that point all those guys were gone Uh, albeit they could have made a move for a guy like i mean kurt cousins was on the radar for a little bit carson Wentz is on radars for a little bit Mm -hmm. before he got moved to washington like i would have loved to see one of those guys be in a steeler uniform um it didn't turn out that way and you know at that point it was either all right we take you know, a guy in the first round, we take Pickett, or we roll into the season with Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Um, so it, it was a tricky situation, but largely one that they got themselves into by not making a move for, you know, a quarterback. Hey, I, I was on the train that, okay, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has been getting subtle hints <laughs> for the past eight months. And I was hoping that they would make a move, and they obviously didn't. How do you um, feel about that now? Um. I'll say this though, dude. Aaron Rodgers with Pickens and Fryermuth mm-hmm. and Deontay, like uh, he'd be doing a hell of a lot better than he is right now. No, for sure, he would. He would. So, I would like to think that they would Josh Rosen it. I just being a lifelong fan of this team, just kind of liking to think I have an understanding of how that yeah, front office works. Sure. They always let things play out. But, patient, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Steelers and WWE and the Vince McMahon era have a lot in common. <laughs> um, minus minus all the crude things is the fact that <laughs> hopefully at least um it's always the just let it play out let it see where it goes we're gonna turn you know dominic dijakovic into t-bar just let yeah. it see what happens and <laughs> fuck all so i don't know man it's it's frustrating at times to be a fan of this team and uh yeah this is the biggest case of that and I, like, I, like i said i know i've been spoiled but this is it is frustrating i hope that they josh rosen it i hope you're right and i'm wrong um i just really don't think i'm gonna be and i think that next year if they're sitting at six and eleven and kenny pickett's horrible they're gonna be really regretting it if cj Stroud or brace young turn into stars oh no for sure exactly and that's why i kind of i just think uh you give the kid the full season you evaluate it and then you just you just can't have feelings to it it's like oh, yeah just, i mean <laughs> I mean, you got to do what the Cardinals did. I mean, Kyler Murray, they were like, yep, that's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Sorry, Josh. And that's the thing, too. Like, as now we can look at that now and say, okay, they probably shouldn't have hired Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray seems to be more of a hothead more and more by the week. 
But I mean, from a talent perspective, that was absolutely the right move. Yeah, and exactly. it's paid dividends. They've been to the playoffs. You know, he's gotten better every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the more dynamic quarterbacks in the league. So I mean, it paid off. And you know, hopefully they look at that and say, you know what, we've got to be progressive here. We can't be stuck in our ways. We've got to. So we'll see. A lot of fans are getting angsty already. Unless so. Will Anderson is there, take a quarterback. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know a damn thing about Will Anderson. <laughs> so I can't I can't really look at that uh, and say yes, just because I would be I'm not going to put an uneducated opinion on that. What position does Will Anderson even play? <laughs> Defensive and outside kind of edge rusher. That's how, that's how much I follow college football closely. Alabama, man. Last year as a sophomore, I think he had 17, 17 and a half sacks, 31 tackles for loss. There it oh, is. Okay, that, sound, that sounds sexy to put on the other side of TJ. Yeah, no, he's – what's he got this year? Eight sacks, 14 tackles for loss in 10 games. Interception return for a touchdown. He's yeah. a big yeah, six four. Yeah, he was fifth in the Heisman voiding last year as a sophomore defensive end jesus all right i mean yeah he's he's the guy i tell i've been saying on our podcast too like if the lions don't do a quarterback they'd be pretty lucky to have a guy like that to throw on the other side of aiden hutchinson yeah yeah i mean from that like i guess i i start you know looking at guys and you know once mobile rolls around i'm um, already there yeah (laughs) you better be going to that by the way sounding very likely sounding very likely so far Yep. You're not ready for the fits I have planned for that. You're not ready for me. <laughs> Period. I've got so many blazer turtleneck combinations there that are going to come at you. Oh, it's going to be great. So many rings and accessories. Those those Southern Alabama ladies aren't going to know what hit them. Go Jaguars. Go Jaguars. Um, we can, can kind of run through the slate real quick um, of the notable games. Maybe look at a few odds. Um, yeah. here's, here's one. Um, Commanders Texans. The Texans are plus three. I might bet Texans in my line. Hmm. Which is at a one thirty plus one thirty eight right now. Yeah, I uh, I'd roll with the Commanders. I don't know. Texans are going to lose every game. They're one seven and one. They're kind of due for one. I think the Commanders are kind of yeah. riding high off of beating an undefeated team. Might might come out a little flat. The Texans play hard too, so they'll keep it close. I think. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I. <laughs> I think I th- I think the Commanders are I, I think they've been better than what they oh, are. Oh yeah, I, hey, I like the Commanders. I picked whoever them the win. hell their quarterback is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I picked them to win the division coming into this year. I was so high on them, so that kind of bit me in the butt. But they're back in the wild card race, and good for them. Did you uh, did you see Heineke's appearance on McAfee? I did actually. I watched. Dude that is a legend. <laughs> I love that too. guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the plans for tonight? I'm gonna take a couple zins and go home. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> PBJ, oh yeah, that that's a dude. I I will always root like hell for Taylor Heineke though, wherever he is. That is that is a dude. Um, Rams. Now this was plus three. It's gone to plus two and a half against the Saints. I'm betting them money line against New Orleans all day. Yeah, the, you would hope to God that the Rams Stafford is off the injury report. Yeah, he's he's, he's expected to, to play. I don't. He, they'll they should win that freaking game because that's like I know. As bad as the Rams have looked, I mean, the Saints haven't looked much better. I mean, res- respect to his glorious beard and all, but if you lose to Andrew Dalton. Who's on the hot seat. <laughs> it's, it's so funny to me because people that I respect, people of the <laughs> utmost, like Peter King, before the season said, I think the, the Saints can go to the Super Bowl. Like, well, what? With Jameis Winston and Dennis Allen, you're picking the Saints? Oh, would you look at that? It didn't pan out because Jameis Winston and Dennis Allen 
were their quarterback head coach combo coming into the year. And now it is Dennis Allen James, and Andy Dalton. Goodness gracious. Yeah, the Jameis situation is weird because he's not injured. I don't know. I would just I would just play Jameis and figure it out with him. I mean, you know, you know my feelings about Jameis Winston. I guess uh, <laughs> I remember, like, over the offseason, so many Steeler fans were like, Jameis, I'm like, you're out of your goddamn minds if you, like. I don't know. I would have been better than what you got now. That's not a high bar, Ben. <laughs> I think, <laughs> think it would have been better. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pro Jameis. I am pro Jameis. I'm pro Jameis. I'm... <laughs> That's why I'm like, get his ass back out there. Let him throw some deep balls. <laughs> I mean, look, look, take some cuts. I get that, like, the epitome Jameis game is fun to watch, but if I were a fan of a team, like, going out there, oh, he threw for 350 yards. Oh, but he also threw five picks. Yeah, never mind. Well, I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass. Strong pass. At this point, they got nothing to lose. I guess so. I guess so. Um, it would be fun to just watch him yeet it to Chris Olave for 60 minutes and see what happens. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Detroit Lions, your, your Lions, huh. plus, plus three at New York. I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know if they I, win, but I think that they it'll come down to – Giants play a lot of close games. Uh, yeah, this will be a close game. I, I, I think the Lions have this one up their sleeves. I, I really – it's like not not based on the way you know, just kind of the upswing of things, kind of the consistency they've been put together, the way they've been getting it done, and just kind of the way this game matches up. Giants are allowing more rushing yards per attempt than anybody in the league, and that's what the Lions are going to freaking want to do. You know, and it sounds okay. like feed, feed Swift and Jamal Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams. I mean, it's it's the Jamal show. It's Jamal that man. That's what it's about. It's, Which good for? I mean, he became such a like a lovable guy during Hard Knocks and whatnot. So good good for him for. And it, I mean, the Swift thing's got a weird vibe to it. It's got a weird read to it. We, yeah, what's a, uh, what's up been, with that? Shoot, going into that Dallas game, we all expected him to play. He was a full participant in practice every day that week. He was inactive. The next week he returns. I think he has like five rush attempts. He has a big day through the air. And then Campbell comes out and regrets giving him that many touches. Then the next week he only has two carries. And it was kind of like that again in Chicago last week. So I think he's just kind of stuck in that – anywhere from seven to like 12 touches a game, 15 to 20 snaps a game five. Cause I mean, Justin Jackson almost out snapped him last week. So it's, you think that he could probably be moved in the off season. I don't know if they'll move him because he's cheap, you know, get that last year out of the rookie deal if he's going to be right. healthy, but I don't, think they'll give him a ton of money to come back right like i do think a second third early fourth round running back pick is very much in play because jamal's an unrestricted free agent after this year and the season he's having if he finishes the year healthy some, shoot, there's a have some, throw money at him uh, that's what i'm saying i mean it might not just be an easy back into re-signing like there might be some outside suitors you know especially, especially for a guy late in his career that might <laughs> want to win some freaking games i was just about to say i mean if there's a contender out there then who might offer him just like a little bit less money but a chance to win a ring i feel like that's something that he'd be like all right you but know what i can you know i think he really does love playing here loves the environment loves the staff loves the front office because they let him be him like he is mm. Fully he's, Jamal at all times when he's. It reminds me of uh, you remember when Clinton Portis would do like his alter ego stuff. Yeah, no, kind of like that. Absolutely. <clears throat> no, I think I think Jamal's really comfortable here. I, I I can't speak for him, but I think you know even with outside suitors, if the Lions wanted him back, I mean I think that would probably be a wise thing to do. He really fits in that offensive line. I know Frank Ragnar's beat up 
that's going to be an awesome matchup this week. And Frank Ragnow and Dexter Lawrence in the middle. I mean, I don't care if Ragnow's beat up or not, but uh, the Lions are going to try and pound that rock. And so are the Giants. I mean, this is going to be like a Northwestern Nebraska football game, gonna, I feel like. It's going to be straight <laughs> out of like the, 1964. Price? Tons of runs. What's the over-under on that? 44 and a half. Might take, I might take the under. Under. This feels like a 20 to 17 game. That's what somebody was asking me earlier. I was like, this is like 17, 13, 17, yeah. 14, all over it. Like I know that the Lions have put up points throughout the course of this. That ain't them right now. Yeah. No, there's no more Hawkinson. Shark yeah. has just returned to practice off IR. Don't know on him. He's got a chance. There's an open roster spot. It could be him. You know Josh Reynolds of, didn't practice today. It's not good. In honor of you, I'll just throw I'll just throw money on the under real quick. I think the under. I think the under. I'll, I'll put money on the under. Let me log in with my face ID. Yeah, there we go. Money placed on the under officially. The Giants ain't scoring. Yeah, yeah. No, that that team is fourth quarter defense and crossing their fingers. And no, so far, they protect the ball. They milk the they don't milk the clock, but they're not they utilize they're not the clock. Very well. Absolutely. And I mean it's a well coached team. I mean, they're running it through Saquon. Dude at 35 freaking carries. Yeah. Daniel Jones has already run a career high 69 times this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where the Lions kind of suck rushing quarterbacks and freak athletes like Saquon and Justin Fields. So, it'll be interesting. But I, I do think Detroit's defense is it's starting to come. Aiden's playing some really freaking good football right now. Yeah. Last few weeks, he's really, uh, he's turned it on. He's, you know, and I, I've kind of. This, yeah, that that play on the screen pass that forced the pick six interception for Okuda was awesome. I mean, he had some help from Isaiah Bugs in the middle, but his pressure. Sure Isaiah Bugs. Yep, that's right. And uh, he came back. I mean, the way he played that screen was just – and that's kind of why the big talk around here has been letting him play out of his two-point stance lately. He feels he can see everything. He's an instinctual player. And, I mean, that's the freaking case and point right there. Yeah. Um, speaking of Detroit, uh, Buffalo yeah. and Cleveland will be playing yeah. at field this Sunday. Did you, oh, dude, did you see the pictures of Highmark? Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. I would have, I would have paid the price of a wrestling pay per view to watch them. Play. Oh man, that I know, would man. have been glorious. <laughs> the thing is, that it could have been playable. That that just is like that would have been so dangerous having 50, 60, Oh yeah, having a ton of people drive there. home in that. Uh, yeah. yeah, God dang, it should have been like a COVID game. No fans allowed. <laughs> Viewing only because we have to play in this. <laughs> No, it's all right. It's all right. They'll play in the dome, and Josh Allen will put on a little show. God damn, he gets to play in that. That's they, Buffalo. Two games in four days at Ford Field. Yeah, they're probably just going to stay in Detroit. I would assume. No point in going back. Yeah, Dan, Dan. When we asked Dan Campbell about that this morning, he said he had heard that they might stay, and he heard that they might not. So it sounds super to be determined at this point. Yeah. Probably, probably <laughs> depends on if they get the four foot side of those projections versus the two foot side right. of those projections. Right. I do expect Buffalo to just be playing pissed off and just step on the throat of Cleveland. They're seven and a half point favorites. I bet I bet it when it was eight. Mm. Kind of wish I would have waited a little bit. Um, but yeah, like Josh Allen, I, I think I saw Mina, might have been Mina Kimes, might have been somebody else, um, tweet out that he's thrown multiple interceptions in I think three consecutive games, which is yeah. the longest streak of his career. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Buffalo needs to learn to take layups because he had one on that on, on the interception uh, on the final play of the game to to Devin Singletary would have got him a few yards. They only needed a field goal to tie. Like, I love Josh Allen, but I think money like pound for pound, 
at this very moment, I don't know if I would take another quarterback over him. If you want to say Mahomes, I'm not going to argue that. But in terms of just everything that he does, I think he's the best quarterback in the game. It's just sometimes his his decision making comes back to haunt that team, um, and it has the past couple weeks. So I'd like to think that they get it back on track. Josh puts on a show against Cleveland, a bad Cleveland. Does Watson return? No, he returns next week. Whenever they play Houston, I right, think next so, week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know he's back at practice. Yeah. I don't know what to make of the Browns. You know, they've got Nick Chubb, so you never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's the best. Like that's the perfect players. summarization of the Cleveland Browns. Well, they've got Nick Chubb. That is, man. They got Nick Chubb <laughs> and they got Miles Garrett. You know, uh, just. <laughs> but I think they're even down a couple of cornerbacks. It looked like too. I think Greedy Williams is out for that game. I think yeah. they're out a couple of guys. So it's like. Watch out for the Gabe Davis beat balls. Yeah, inside a dome, there ain't no wind. I mean, that's 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 Josh Allen. They're going to be playing fast. They should, be, they should they should win that game by two touchdowns. You would think they might win back to back games in Ford Field by two touchdowns. Even if the Lions win this weekend, go in looking good. I mean, the Bills should smack that team. Right, right. The Bills should smack this Browns team too. <laughs> Uh, Dallas, Minnesota, the Cowboys are point and a half favorites on the road. Minnesota isn't going to win every game. I think similar to what I said about the commanders, they're coming off just an incredible win on the road against what many people believe to be the best team in football. Um, I think that Dallas goes in and gets a win this week. Um, uh, they're minus one and a half. Like I just said, money line though is only minus minus one twenty six. So, I mean, if you think they're only going to win by one, take the money. Mm-hmm. Line. I think the Vikings are going to keep rolling. Do you? All right. This weekend, you know, I do. I I just, there's something, they just, the way they're playing right now, they're clearly not the best team in football. That's not what I'm saying. But They're fun though, man. It's working. It's clicking. It's clicking. It's working. And I mean, they just, I mean, I know they got blessed by a quarterback sneak fumble last week, but I mean, they just keep finding ways to win. How absurd was that? And like, exactly. And like I, we were watching that in the freaking soldier field garage waiting for dan campbell to come out of the locker room and like justin rogers and my beat partner kyle mikey and i are like looking up at this screen it's like <laughs> did he just fumble why does minnesota have what what just happened and then buffalo goes down and ties it up like what the absolutely unbelievable game but i mean they've got like i just said about nick chubb i mean that goes like 40 times more for justin jefferson yeah like, dude he's on un- he's unbelievable there's Let's just see in the game right now there's just absolutely, absolutely. I think Justin Jefferson is absolutely the best wide receiver in football right now. I know that this is like an overdone trope at this t- at this point in time, but Stefan Diggs for eventually Justin Jefferson, the most even trade in NFL history. Just oh, it's, it's just you, it, oh my god, yeah, because Diggs has still got years of great football left. Oh yeah, like and oh, he's yeah. just such a special player, and he just works so well with Josh Allen and what they do. That's just a fit thing. I mean. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is better than Stefan Diggs, but like Diggs is still right up there. Very, man. very special, good. Special, special, special. Those just, are both uh, top five guys right now. No, yeah, Justin Jefferson is just uh, there's just something different. There's just something very much. He just it don't matter. He's got that like he's just got that he can make a catch no matter what. Was that the greatest catch <laughs> in NFL history? God dang, it's kind of hard to say it's not. Yeah. I have a harder time saying it's not than I do it is, just because it's like you watch that replay and you're like. He's horizontal with with uh, I, I can't could, remember yeah with the I can't remember the name of the DB. Yeah, no, had, but... he's like, it's just I was just looking at it and I looked at the freeze frame and it's like what <laughs> you're frozen right now. The second I said freeze frame, 
Uh oh, you got me. There you go. The second there I said go. freeze frame, you froze. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were messing. My apologies. No, oh, he's. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. People ask me about the Odell catch, and I'm like, the Odell catch is crazy, but it's like you can see how he caught that. Like you, he didn't have a defender with two hands on the ball trying to rip it away from him. And how Justin Jefferson yeah. caught that. Yeah, so, yeah, man. He's uh, and I mean, Kirk Cousins is he's as steady as they get. No one loves Kirk Cousins more than me, man. I that dude has been so underrated, so disrespected, and I get the whole meme about primetime Kirk. And, you know, whatever, that's fine. We're, but, we're, we're West Michigan kids who grew up in the same freaking sports division and stuff. My football team played his. I know that brother. I mean, they're freaking pretty good. <laughs> no, he's. Did uh, ever, I mean, wait, did you ever play against him in anything? He, uh, I did not play the year we played Holland Christian in uh, football because I had elbow surgery and focused on basketball. But uh, he played, and we, man, one of my best friends intercepted him to force overtime. But then they beat us in overtime. Mm-hmm. My God, my buddy still talks about that to this day. But I played him in basketball. Played him in basketball. Oh, we played basketball. Yeah, he went to Holland Christian. I went to Greenville. We definitely was, was he good at that too. Yeah, he's just a good athlete. I mean, okay. just a good athlete. Good athletes reign supreme in high school sports. I mean, he was. He wasn't a stud or anything like that. Right. But, like, when he was a sophomore, I definitely feel like I remember him for sure. No, I just – I mean, West Michigan, man, you knew about him. You just knew about yeah. him. Then he goes to Michigan State, you know about him even more. Mm-hmm. He just uh, – when he plays at this level, I mean, he's he's steady. He's consistent. I'm sorry about my light. I'm not doing yeah, anything. I don't hey, understand what is, is going on. Haunted? Dude, what is going on? This is driving me nuts. You have a <laughs> my big – I'm not even unplugging anything, so whatever. Carry on. <laughs> Should we like get a Ouija board? That would be fun. It's annoying the crap out of me, though. <laughs> speaking of a horror and uh, horror movies and whatnot, I'll go on a quick tangent. That, did that sound like I said speaking of a horror? Speaking of a horror. Speaking of a horror. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> speaking... I know we're a little off the rails tonight. Kirk Cousins. Uh, speaking of a horror. I don't West Michigan frowns upon that talk. Speaking of horror, yeah, sorry, that's that did sound like I was slut shaming there for a minute. Um, I saw that movie Smile. I've never been more like movies don't really scare scare mm. me. That movie just I I was uncomfortable. That movie, not never again. Don't I don't think you it. could pay me to go to see that movie. You're not a horror horror movie guy. I like old school scary movies and stuff like that, but uh, nah. It's still not my favorite stuff. Nah, not for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nope, not for me. Tom Hannafin said the same thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not a horror movie guy. Nah, I like the OG Halloween movies. I, I always watch He said the Halloween. exact same thing that you just said. Oh, that's funny. That's... The exact same thing. The exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, like those and not even the – a couple of the Jason movies were okay, too, I feel like, back in the day. Just because you know they were campy. Yeah, like, yeah, they were campy. Like, there were just six of the same movie with a different cast, yeah. but it was fun. Like, once, yeah. like, Saw 2 came out, that genre was, like, dead to me because it's it was murder porn. disgusting. It was just gross. And I'm like, nah, this is what you guys want to scare people with. And Yeah, fair enough. GFY. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. I do love Tom Hannafin. Watch Impact Wrestling on Axis TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Scott Demore, baby. Can I Demore, Matt Bloom, uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Who, by the way, Bupender. I need to hook you up to talk with Bupender here soon. Get him on Bupender. He's been kind of up and coming. He had a Let's do it. Hawkins a couple weeks ago. I trained with him. That's my buddy. Let's do it. Yeah. No notes. Definitely. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put a pen in that, though. Uh, back to the. Uh, 
Let's see what else we got. Oh, Chiefs Chargers. I mean, those two always play each other close. It's plus four and a half for the Chargers. Um, I feel like it'll be within a touchdown. Uh, I might go teaser on that one, take it up to ten and a half. Um, but yeah, that's a game that that'll be fun to watch. I mean, Herbert Mahomes is always fun. Yeah, fifty-two points on the over/under is probably where I would go with that one because yeah. I feel like that should be. 60 point territory you would think if yeah. i mean you never know what these chargers and especially this year but, especially their play calling this year uh, they're nerfing their own quarterback well, you know who their offensive coordinator is yeah yeah the guy, the guy who nerfed matthew stafford in detroit <laughs> so good job on that one la verderam said uh he, he had a pretty good analogy they're just they're turning herbert into andy dalton they're just check down check down check that like um, only, I've only watched the Chargers play once this season, and it actually might have been – were they on Sunday night this past week? Uh, no, Sunday night. Yes, yes, they were against San Francisco. Yeah, yes, and that was yeah. the only – and I was like, what is what, – yeah. what happened here? I, know I mean, how you even watch them against Atlanta. They had to fight tooth and nail and get a couple breaks just to beat the Falcons. Like, yeah, I don't know. Shouldn't, I don't care that, you know, a couple of receivers are hurt. Like, you got one of the most talented quarterbacks in the world take advantage of that like you could throw to me and i'm pretty sure you could at least get a couple completions like come on now um orlovsky made a good point too saying that when he watches the chargers it just feels like twice a game herbert will throw deep just so we can throw deep like even if it's double coverage he'll throw it you know deep down the sideline it'll go out of bounds he just needs to throw deep like they don't let him do anything and it's so weird and not having rayshon slater obviously really yeah really really really, really sucks but they shouldn't be like this. They no. should be. He should look better than this. That offense should look better than this. I mean, I know they're still kind of tech. They're still in the hunt for wild card and playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, they've got a winning record. Sure. No, for sure. But they should be better, and they have. Sure. But I, I think this should be. This should be. There should be some points on the board in this game. That's 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 probably what Cardinals 49ers is solid, and then you got Chargers Chiefs Cowboys Vikings, and that's kind of that's forty eight and a half. I feel like that's an easy over. Cowboys Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. That's in Daddy that's might in, throw that into a round robin. Yeah. It might not be bad. 49ers Cardinals at 43-5, but Murray might not be playing is the vibe I'm getting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh yeah, we yeah. might get Trace McSorley starting for the uh for the Cardinals, which I want more than anything. Hey, I thought he was uh if he was somebody that was available at the Lions, should have pursued for a backup quarterback type deal. Just it just kind of intrigues me. I'm a Penn State guy. I love oh, Trace yeah. McSorley. <laughs> Big Trace McSorley guy. Oh, I love Trace McSorley. Um, I, and any excuse to listen to that song is yeah, <laughs> so fun. So fun. Um, yeah, I mean, might as well. Cardinals, 49ers. Cardinals are plus eight and a half. San Francisco, they're one of those teams where they're just stacked all over the field. Kind of got a question mark at quarterback. Like we know that Jimmy isn't terrible, but we know that he's not great either. Um, I don't know. They're a fun team. And I respect the fact that they are going kind of balls to the wall and be like, all right, you know what? Christian McCaffrey, we'll go get him and just kind of see what happens. Yeah, no, I love what the 49ers are doing, giving Kyle Shanahan the perfect tool chest of toys for what he wants to do. I think they'll they'll be just fine. You know, obviously that'd be a lot more. <laughs> I don't know. I, it'd be fascinating to see Trey Lance with Christian McCaffrey and stuff like that. But I think they're better with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I just think that yeah. they have they are loaded on both sides of the ball. And I just think 
the way Christian McCaffrey is looking like Christian McCaffrey again, yeah. and he's in that offense, it's like if the Cardinals been at Murray, I mean, the 49ers are going to freaking pound this game out like 28-6, 28-7. Like, sorry, Trace McSorley or Colt McCoy, whoever the hell gets thrown to that sacrificial game. But it's Did we play the hypothetical Jimmy Garoppolo game? Was it, was that, that wasn't us. I don't think. That wasn't us? Okay. I can't remember who it was that I played it with. Um, but let's just say that the 49ers go on a little bit of a run. If they even get back to the NFC Championship game. Oh, well, we did do this. I was going to say, I thought this. I thought that was with you. We did do this. We did I, do I feel this. like, we I don't know. Where's he going to be next year? If they go to the Super Bowl, I don't think you can bench him. No. No. I, just I don't care what bad. you. I think like. that's bad practice. I just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like Michigan going with JJ McCarthy after going to the Big Ten title and the College Football Playoff. I mean, I think if Jimmy I mean, Garoppolo, we, we've seen it in practice before. I mean, the Ravens did it with Dilfer, brought in Elvis Gerbach, and then he retired after that season. So I know, and I can't. I I think that's the line, though. Anything else? Yeah. Close NFC title game loss doesn't matter. Trey Lance, like sure. before, but if Jimmy wins you a Super Bowl. You got to just shut the hell up and figure it out. And maybe, I don't know if you trade Trey Lance, but it's like that's an awkward situation, bounce back okay. and forth and stuff like that. But my goodness. speculation saying that uh, their quarterback next year will be wearing 12. Oh, what, Rodgers? Or Brady. Or Brady. Yeah, I was going to ask. I don't know what the hell Brady. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about either of those. Those are the two hardest to predict guys on the freaking face oh, yeah. of the earth, man. Rogers there was, there's some uh, some some Brady to Vegas rumors that are starting to get murmured about on on the old bird app that could no longer be with us soon. Speaking of, hey, where are we gonna go if that thing just does go to shit? Like it's very possible. Something old. This is what I've been. I think Twitter might go away for like a little bit, maybe, but I think. If it's not Twitter, something very similar will survive long term, and maybe we have to build from the ashes once again. But I think we'll be all right. Some something will survive. I don't know, man. I'm going to be pretty upset for a little bit if that does happen. Yeah, because you know I, we make fun of Twitter, and obviously it kind of sucks sometimes. It yeah, sucks I mean, now, but like, it does tend to be you know a cesspool of Cheeto fingered douchebags. But you know, it really goes fun. hand in hand with like what I do and what you exactly do yeah like, like it's a really nice instant way to connect with fans and people who want to listen to a live podcast at five o'clock on a Friday and stuff <laughs> like that like I, I mean I've just you know it's just a nice way to connect with people who do the stuff right. you do too like we would have never met not for that's what I'm saying so yeah but obviously it sucks but I, I have there's just this part of me that's like it ain't gonna die it's not gonna die I I agree I think that this is kind of the low point it'll reach either old daddy Elon's going to be like, all right, I'm going to, I got to stop being such a douche. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying these are the options here. Either, either he's like, all right, you know what? I got to swallow some pride here and, you know, just treat people with human decency <laughs> or like somebody like real world Lex Luthor, Jeff Bezos will come in. <laughs> and buy it at a loss, or he'll start his own thing with Amazon, which I mean, is stream Thursday night football. I'm gonna stream Thursday night football, and I'm gonna buy new, make a new. What would he call it? What would the new Twitter owned by Jeff Bezos be called? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> like, I think Twitter's just like a perfect name. I don't know how they come up with the names of these things, um, but we need we need something. 
Yeah, I think it'll be. I think Elon will eventually get bored of his gimmick and name somebody else the head of Twitter. That would be good. That would be good. Where he's still like the overarching evil lord, but there's somebody like else that runs the day to day. Yeah, but the the unpredictable part about him though is that he doesn't give a shit. Is if this thing crashes and burns? Because guess what? He's still got money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how much did he spend to buy it? Shoot, stupid number. A stupid mum number. Like an inhumane number that's like nothing to him somehow. Forty-four billion dollars. Jesus H. Forty-four billion dollars. That he's just like, oh, whoops. <laughs> like really? Jeez. Yes. I can't, I can't fathom. Like you could buy Norway. I think you're that. looking at what happens to people when they have this much money. Yeah, they turn into turds. They turn into characters of a human being. Like it's they turn like, into comic book villains. Exactly. They just, they just lose all touch. Can I say one thing that I selfishly <laughs> really want to see? Ah, oh, there's two sides to this coin. I'm not saying I want this to happen. But I do want to see the reaction when it inevitably does happen. Donald Trump's probably going to run for president again. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump, if he's, he's probably going to win again. If we're being honest, like I, nah, I don't. You don't think so? No. I'm not saying I. Let me clarify. No, no, I know what you're not I'm saying. I'm not that. saying no. I want Donald Trump to win. I'm saying if he does, does, I think he. If he runs, I think he will. The tweet that he will drop when he gets elected again is something that I want to see more so morbidly bad that I feel like the world would. I don't like the dude. I don't. I don't think that that needs explaining why. But something about it's just such a stupid time to be alive. The like the big stand-up comedy fan of me just, is kind of rooting just to see what he does. Oh. I'm back. I think, I think that I think that uh, he's got about as good a chance as that as the Lions do at winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I'm, it is a weird time to be alive. That, <laughs> yeah, we're God damn it, fucking like. <laughs> We mentioned Donald Trump and lights go out. Talking too much about shit we shouldn't be talking about. Oh, God almighty. I don't know, man. I'm not a political person. I'm not going to pretend I understand the ins and outs of it. But I just want somebody who seems to be fit at the job, and we haven't had that in a minute. (laughs) I miss Papa Barack. (laughs) Give me... I got nothing. (laughs) Who's a celebrity that if they ran for president, they would win instantly? I think Peyton Manning would win. Hmm. It does feel... um, The Rock. It does feel like the obvious answer. Yeah. He does seem to have that kind of stupid appeal that people would get stupid about. He's He's one of the very few celebrities that no one seems to have a bad word to say about. Just seems like a lovely guy. Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, yeah, he would too, wouldn't he? Oh, can you? The press conferences would be off the fucking charts if Adam Sandler was president. That would be. I want him to come out and do uh, 
like lunch lady land. Remember that from SNL? Is that on SNL? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Him and Chris Farley. Uh, God, mm-hmm. that, would be, that would be great. I know you got to go soon. So just yeah, I do actually. Shoot. Apparently. So just let me know when you got to jump, and that's fine. Until then, we'll keep. Theorizing. I'll give you two more questions. Okay, but oh man, anything in the anything, world. Anything. Anything. Oh man. Are you gonna? Are you ordering full gear on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not up to date on wrestling right now. Would you like me to fill you in on the important gist? No, because I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. Late at night, I'm gonna okay. do a cram session. I missed the last two dynamites. I've got them recorded. I'll just cruise through them and just. Wednesdays. Uh, Wednesdays was there was one part that was pretty eventful. Hmm. Yeah. It just kind of sounds like I haven't missed much either the last two weeks. So I didn't really feel a sense. Wednesday, of you missed some. Okay. It was just, it's just the one thing, but it's a big thing. Okay. That's good then. But yeah, no, I'm ordering for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are yeah. some. So there's a theory that I saw that I liked that hmm. um, MJF will win, but it'll be because Regal turns on Mox and joins MJF. Oh, God. That would be like the Vince McMahon Stone Cold switch. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I mean, Regal's great. Regardless, oh, I think MJF is winning. I think it's time. I think, yeah, I would put any amount of money in the world that he's winning. Let Mox um, get his vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> mess. I've kind of been out of touch since all that stuff went down, just because it kind of got weird. You know, it kind of felt like the must-watch weekly nature kind of went to the side. Yeah. And shit went to the side, but yeah, that's. I'm still all in for sure, but like, oh, yeah. it's been an easy time to step away. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like AEW and WWE kind of switched roles, you know. Like AEW was that, oh hey, you know, we've got all your favorite wrestlers that WWE got rid of. We put on compelling matches, good storylines, and then Triple H took over at WWE and Phil shat on the elite, and then it just became like this double switch thing. It's weird. Yeah, I haven't watched any WWE since somebody told me to watch Extreme Rules, and that was it. What happened at Extreme Rules? See that? I don't know. There was no title match, so it kind of annoyed me too. But it was a pretty solid show. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't watch it weekly. Like I'll watch the stuff to catch up to see if I'm if I should watch it the coming week. Usually I don't. Like I'll watch a little bit of Raw. I'll, I'll watch the Roman and Sammy stuff on SmackDown. But outside of that, I feel like there's not much that you know you're compelled to watch every week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bailey's cool though. Glad she's back. Put the title on her, please. For sure. Love Bailey. Oh. Oops, my dog snuck in. Here, let me see her. It is your dog. This is exciting. There we go. One last question. I've never seen your lady friend before, so that was cool. Here's Luna. Yeah. Hi, Luna. That's a tiny dog. What kind of dog is that? Miniature pincher. Miniature pincher. That sounds all sorts of dirty. Nine pounder. Jesus, how old is she? Two years old. Damn. Hold on, my, dog's, my dog's sitting under me as he does every podcast. He just sits under my chair. Oh, Hi, Luna. Hello. She bark a lot? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. My dog's basically a cat. He doesn't really make any noise. It's great. No, she is a, a loud dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. <laughs> I, th- I think that's mostly why I'm a cat person. Just because I'm, I don't know. I'm an angry old man at heart and I don't like noise. The last question I can ask you. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Um, you can have a 
fatal four-way between any four wrestlers in history. Mm -hmm. Who are they? Okay. Bret Hart, no thought required. Nope. Okay, there's Bret Hart. Um, give me uh, the process. Give me Bret Hart. Give me Okada. Oh, give me. Mm, this is tough. Give me. Um, give me. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage, early 1980s version, like WrestleMania three, Randy Savage. Okay. And um, I'm gonna need. And uh, this is really tough. And then, shoot, give me Shawn Michaels. <laughs> it's like 1997 right. Shawn Michaels. All 1996 right. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> All right, I will try not to replicate yours, so I'll try to pick four different ones. Give I wanted me... to get weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want. I think we both kind of went for like a blend of styles, like not, you know. Just... Yep. Yeah, I almost said Terry Funk. The technician side, you took Hart. I will take, I'll take, I'll take Danielson then. There you go. So I'll go Brian Danielson. You want Rainmaker just because he's a perfect professional wrestler. The, the literal perfect wrestler. Um, he's a creative wrestler come to life. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me New Japan Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. I would like that. Yep. Yeah, Shinsuke used to be a killer. Dude, he was Michael Jackson in a wrestling ring. Oh, it was so much fun. I went back and watched a lot of New Japan stuff with him, and he was just on top of the world. Made the Intercontinental title great. Or yeah, it was the IC belt for IWGP, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A beautiful white one. Yeah, they kind of launched it with him, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. And then they merged them and turned it into Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Worst um, tattoo in sports. Yeah, yeah. By by a country mile. Um, ECW Rob Van Dam. Yeah. I feel like I that should, would be fun. I feel guilty for not having him on. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I feel like you gotta have like a Mick Foley. Give me just Cactus Jack Mick Foley. Yeah, we had basically the same thing going in right. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I should have just done Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Kenny Omega, and Okada. Just yeah, yeah, two yeah, of yeah. the best rivalries at all time yeah. going on. That'd be cool. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. We just talked randomly for an hour. That's this was our most rambling, random podcast we've ever done. Uh, I was gonna say that's what a podcast is. Hope it, the lights are off. What a way to end it. That's fantastic. I got to figure out. I'm moving my desk. The next time we do a podcast, I'm moving my desk. There will be sunlight. Do it while we do, it while we do the podcast. That'd be fun. Yeah, might as well. If we're gonna... <laughs> All right. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Anything you're doing this week? No. Same old that place. Uh, <laughs> Live.com slash Lions. Uh, Benjamin S. Raven on Twitter. And um side work uh combat one wrestling our first show we are one just dropped on independent wrestling tv that's like ten dollars a month for a subscription and you get like hundreds of indie shows and you get to hear me call the action in my professional wrestling debut baby we'll be I back december 28th i love it all right uh bears wire stuff for me this week newsletter will be next week we didn't do it this week but ben i love you if i don't see you again face to face like this before thanksgiving happy thanksgiving send me a picture of the spread i'm looking forward to it um and and send me screenshots of uh all your maction plays that have won you stupid amounts of money on ball state football no i gotta i gotta brag about myself before twitter dies to share my against the spread record on the season dude yeah absolutely All right, buddy. We'll get on out of here. Appreciate you. This is the Pump Fake. See you soon.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.